I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. I'm going to go ahead and open in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, I just come before your throne room of grace, and I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would invade my office to help me to rightly divide this word of truth in teaching these caregivers, these parents, how to pray for their children. I ask that tonight you would anoint us with fresh oil, that the Holy Spirit would rise up big within me, give illumination to my mind, understanding to my spirit, unveil the word of God. I pray for a prophetic anointing on this this live tonight in Jesus' name. So we're going to talk about discerning the enemy involvement um, when it comes to your grandchildren, your children, the young people in your sphere of influence. Discerning enemy involvement. Yes, the devil is alive and well on planet Earth. Satan is, the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, 5, Satan is the God of this world. When Adam sinned, he fell. He committed what we like to call high treason. The earth was given to Adam. And when Adam disobeyed God, he turned this world over to Satan. And then Satan became the God of this world. So we do have an adversary, the devil. The Bible says that he roams about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the devil, the enemy, is no respecter of persons. No matter how good your child is, no matter what kind of child you have, no matter what young person you are praying for, the enemy's is desires to sift them as wheat. The enemy's strategy is to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that Jesus said and his plan for our young people is that they may have life and life more abundantly. But the enemy has another strategy. His strategy is to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to destroy their health. He wants to destroy their mental health. He wants to steal their purpose. He wants to steal their destiny. He wants to set up roadblocks. He wants to stop them from entering into the fullness of their destiny. That's why we call my book Contend, because we're contending for the hearts and destinies of our children through prayer. Prayer opens up the door for God to work. So, and also James 4, 2 says, we have not because we ask not. If you and I don't take our place, take our authority in the place of prayer, God cannot do what he desires to do on the behalf of the rising generations. Why is that? Same thing I said before, because Satan is the God of this world. He rules and he reigns in this world unless you and I, the believer, take our place, our place in Christ and take 
our authority in Christ and take authority over all the power of the evil one. Jesus said in, in, in when he walked the earth uh, and during his earthly ministry, he said all power and authority through his death burial and resurrection he said has been given unto me in heaven and in earth because i conquered satan i destroyed principalities and powers i made a show of him openly now all power and all authority he said has been given unto me now i want you to go therefore and use my name use my authority use my word and be christ in the earth be me manifested in the earth jesus christ is the head and we are the body we are the expression of jesus in the earth and when we pray the intercessor rises up and demolishes the works of darkness the works of the enemy that's why parents grandparents caregivers the the uh the devil wants you to grow weary and well-doing and he wants you he does not want you to pray he wants to put a cap on you, a lid on you, and tell you that your prayers aren't working, tell you that this is boring, tell you that, you know, you've been doing the same thing every Tuesday night, tell you that this isn't working. Well, just the fact that the enemy is lying to you is proof that your prayers are working. The Bible says in James 5.16 that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Your prayers are opening up the door for God to work on the behalf of your children. Now listen, that's why we're to call, this is intercessory prayer, intercession. This is not a one minute prayer. This is not, you know, you pray one prayer one time and that's it for the rest of their lives. The prayer of intercession is a continual going in on the behalf of that person you are praying for. It is a continual pressing into God and it's a continual resisting of the devil on their behalf. It is a continual praying in the Holy Ghost, speaking the word of God. And when you do that, it pushes back the works of darkness. Make no mistake about it. Your prayers are pushing back the works of darkness on the behalf of the rising generations. And, and you may see results. Sometimes you see it within a couple of days. Sometimes it's a couple of weeks. Sometimes it's a couple of months. Sometimes it's a couple of years. Sometimes it may take 20 years, 30 years. No matter what, your prayers are opening up the door for God to work on their behalf. If, again, if you could please share this on your wall. We're going to have many people who are going to watch the replay as well. And I'm speaking to you as well. So your prayers are opening up the doors for God to work. And the enemy is being pushed back. 
That's why the prayer of intercession is a continual Revelations 5 eight kind of praying that ascends up into heaven and causes the enemy to flee so that that scripture, no weapon formed against our children will prosper, can surely come to pass. Now, the reason sometimes things take a little longer is because, my friends, the person's will is involved. And depending on how stubborn they are and how hell-bent they are in going their own way and doing their own thing, it, it takes a little more time for us to see visible results. Now, when we pray, we do not have power over someone's will. Are you listening? That is witchcraft praying. If we think we have power over someone else's will, we do not. Every person, every child is born with a free will. Freely they've received, freely they give, freely they have a freedom of will. Adam had a free will. Eve had a free will. God wanted them to, to be in line with his will, but they chose another path. And so oftentimes we, we, we don't see visible results in the natural because the person's will is at a tug of war. When you pray, you're releasing John 16, the Holy Spirit who convicts and convinces them of their need for Jesus or of their need to go on a different path or, or their need to let go of a certain relationship because it's damaging to them. But the person's will says, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I just want to clarify to you that, that prayer opens up the door for God to work, but we do not have power over someone's will. Um, that's why the Bible says in Romans 15:1 that we then that are strong can bear the infirmities of the weak. And it goes on to say, and not to please ourselves. That word bear um, in the Greek means to lift up, to bear up with the idea of completely removing. We then that are strong ought to bear, lift up, bear up with the idea of completely removing. That word infirmity means in the, he in the, um, in the Greek, it means a scruple of conscience, something wrong in their belief. So when we enter into intercession, the kind of prayer, this bold praying that we're praying on Tuesday nights, we enter into intercession on their behalf. We're going into, listen to me, the realm of the spirit and we're striking against the evil forces of darkness. We're going to God on their behalf in what I call the positive, And we're reminding God on, of his word as a watchman. And we're striking against these evil forces. And it's in, in, the, in the spirit we are lifting up with the idea of taking that cap off of them, that scruple of conscience. Okay, now I am not using my notes tonight. I am really in a heavy anointing tonight, and I like how this is flowing because God has something he wants to say and how he wants us to pray for the rising generations. Remember, 2 Corinthians 4.4, yes, Satan is the God of this world, but also the scripture goes on to say that he has blinded the minds of them that believe not. 
So listen, there is a blindfold on the eyes and 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 and, and something over the ears of the rising generations or your child or whoever it is you're praying for. So when we go into intercession on their behalf, we're putting pressure on the devil to take his hands off of them. And we're also releasing the glory of God, the John 16 Holy Spirit on their behalf. And and we're going in and we're lifting those blinders off with the idea of completely removing it them so why so that they can see the who God is they can truly see the heart of God and God's heart is good God loves them with an everlasting love and he would never withhold any good thing from them as a matter of fact when they the young people surrender their lives over to Jesus Christ it's plans to prosper them and not harm them to give them a hope in the future. It, it causes when they release themselves to God, they don't understand that destiny is already Ecclesiastes 3 written in their hearts. And, and when they step into their ultimate purpose and destiny, that's when they are fulfilled. That's when they are happy. That's when they prosper. That's where they find a, a stream and a, a, what do I see? I see it like a, a road of health in every way and area of their life. That's when the, the devil's doors are shut, when they're walking in the will of God. So I just want to encourage you as parents that, listen, we have a devil. We have an adversary, the devil, and he does go about as a roaring lion. I will go into one scripture at least, like if I could read that. I don't even know why I prepared, actually. But Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless might provides. Now, as I'm reading this, I'm asking you to please start putting the names of your children in the sidebars. Just go ahead and start putting those names in. I love it when you guys do that. And this, this, when it comes to doing this, this is your point of contact. This, you need vision when it comes to prayer. When you write down those names or you get a picture of your kids and you look at that picture and you pray over their kids, kids, it helps to keep you focused. It helps you to maintain your focus. You don't drift off and you don't think about other things. It really hones you in, okay? So it says here, put on God's whole armor, the army of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplies. Now we as intercessors, we as prophetically praying parents, we have the full armor of God on right now, right this moment. We we wrestle. We're, we're going to read this. We're gonna we're gonna be wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. And when we step into this kind of warfare. We're stepping in with the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Our feet are shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have on the full armor of God and we're able to go in and we're able to do war against the enemy, not in our own strength. The scripture just said through Christ who strengthens us. 
and infuses us with his power. And we're not coming in our own authority. We're coming in the authority of Jesus Christ on their behalf. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. And we're going to be resisting the devil on their behalf. And he's going to put up a struggle. He's going to put up a fight. He's going to put up a wrestle. And you'll see sometimes when you pray for the rising generations, you, you can't see it, but you'll feel something right here on the inside, in your belly, in your gut. And you can feel like a, a heaviness or a, a pull or a um, uh, even a heaviness on you. Oh, stop praying, stop praying, stop praying. Why is he telling you to stop praying? Because you're, you're doing something in the spirit. But you'll feel something on the inside. Go ahead and keep yielding that. You're wrestling not against flesh and blood. Let's go ahead and read it. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. See, you think your child and the way that they behave and the things that they say that it's all them. Yeah, sure. You know, sometimes it's the emotions and the kids go through, you know, you know, their their hormones go up and down. But you're not this is not just a physical opponent. Your child or that young person is not your enemy. There is something working behind what he is saying, behind what he is doing. It's not just the, that child. Because if you think about it, you remember that child when they were a baby. You know, destiny is written in their heart. Their personality has been given to them from before the foundation of the earth. Their personality is there, but something come, has come behind them and is, in a sense, change their personality. Some of you have actually said it. It's like my child has a different personality. Well, there's another personality that's at work and at war against their members. And we're going to pray concerning that. So we're not contending only with physical opponents, but against the powers, against the master spirits, the world ruler, rulers of this present darkness, I know, against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. We're living in the day and the season and the time of Isaiah 61 through 5. The darkness grows, darkness has covered the earth, and there's so much stuff going on with these young people, so much they're exposed to, so many things are happening in the schools and being taught. The, the enemy's taking a hold of that and is trying to transform their minds with, with his thoughts and his schemes and his strategies that's why we've listen train up a child in the way that they should go when they're old they won't depart from it make them go to church make them sit in that church the word of god does not return void but it goes into their hearts and it will come back to their remembrance when they need it okay um, so we're wrestling against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural spirit. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all, the crisis demands stand to stand firmly in, in your place. Some of you in your families are in a crisis. God's telling you, stand and stand firm in prayer. Don't back off. Don't back down. Don't give in. You stand firm in the place of prayer. Now, listen, to everything there is a season and a time and a purpose under heaven. There's a time to say something to your child. And there's a time, you know, sometimes you just got to say, Lord, put a watch over my mouth that I don't say anything I shouldn't say, that I don't influence them and cause them to go the other way. Remember something. 
the same sun that um, hardens clay melts ice. Sometimes we can push our kids away by not knowing their love language, which is very practical speaking, but also by just saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. We need to be like Mary. She hid some things in her heart. Sometimes we, we know things, we discern things, but don't tell your child everything you see, hear, and know. That's why as parents, we need to pray for wisdom, okay? So that's all I really want to say. Basically, the Holy Spirit took over. So what, you know, what are we going to do? Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to use our authority, and I'm going to lead you. Remember, put the names of your children on the sidebar. I want to see those names come up. I love seeing those names come up. Put the names in the sidebar. Okay, we're going to use our authority in the place of prayer. How do we do that? We said it earlier in our talk. We are going to use the name of Jesus. <laughs> the Bible says, every knee must bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. So we are going to use the name of Jesus on their behalf. We're going to break the power of the devil on their behalf. If you know it's tormenting them, if you know it's like a, a lustful spirit or a, a, a homosexual spirit or a, a, a or it's anxiety, then you take authority over that spirit of fear, especially the anxiety. Take authority over that spirit, whatever the case may be. Address it if you know what it is in the natural. Use the name of Jesus and then pray in the Holy Ghost. If your child needs peace, because your child just, you know, because of the anxiety, find scriptures that meet your child's need, agree with the scriptures, and pray that out of your mouth. Jeremiah 9, 1, 12, Isaiah 55, 11. The word of God does not return void. It goes around them. It gets around their atmosphere. It gets around their, 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 uh, I don't want to call it energy because that's a new age movement, a new age term but it does influence them the word of god is spirit and life and it goes into the atmosphere and it influences our children okay so we're going to use the name of jesus jesus said in mark 16 these signs will follow them that believe they will cast out devils now the lord said to me three things before we pray well, he said a lot during this teaching, but one thing he said, keep praying for spiritual enlightenment. Don't pray that prayer one time for your child and stop praying. It's if the Ephesians 1 prayer and then the Ephesians 3 prayers. Keep praying these Holy Spirit inspired prayers. Pray that the eyes of their heart would be open and enlightened. Pray that they would have a revelation of the love of God. This is intercession. This is not praying this prayer one time. It's praying it over and over and over. And you've got it right there. You just put their name in it. And the other thing is, is when we pray, if you can't sit at a computer, and those of you that are on the replay, you can pray with me while you're doing the dishes. If you're in another country and you're in the middle of the night, like Australia, it's, it's, it's a whole nother day. They're, they're way ahead of us, right? You could be laying in your bed. You could, no matter what posture you are in the natural, your prayers are working, okay? Don't let the devil lie to you and say that it won't, okay? Now, lastly, before we pray, Kennedy Hagen once said, he said that, uh, so much for my notes, Kennedy Hagen said, 
he said some people will never be saved and never be uh, healed unless someone stands in the gap for them and intercedes for them. They just need that. They need that extra boost. They need that spiritual support. They need it, my friends. Okay, so that's why it's very important. Okay, are you putting the names in the sidebar? I want to see those names. Let's start praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to get in the zone here. Put yourself in the zone. Shut up your mind. Hook yourself up to the inside and pray with me. Together we pray. This is not a spectator thing. This is we're together. What are you praying, Margie, when you pray in the Holy Ghost? We're praying out the mind, the will, and the purpose of God on the behalf of these young people. I take it, take it, take it. I take it. Now you're going to notice when I pray, sometimes I pray with tongues and half of an English comes out and then I pray with interpretation. Some of my tongues is mixed up with English because I'm getting a sense or I'm getting part of the mystery of what I'm praying. So look for that on these Tuesday nights. Father, we come before the throne of grace. We come before your presence. We lay one hand on you and one hand on these children. One hand on these young people. And Father, we thank you that you said in your word that your word does not return void, but it'll produce and accomplish that which you desire. We just speak healing over these young people and whoever needs it in the name of Jesus. We speak healing, mental health healing, and physical healing. And we take authority over the devil that would blind their minds and keep them from entering into peace, entering into joy, entering into the fullness of their calling and the fullness of their destiny. We take authority in the name of Jesus over the spirits of fear, spirits of lack, spirits of darkness, spirits of confusion. We break the power of that confusion in the name of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, we ask for those that are born again and those that we are praying for who are born again. We ask that you would rise up within them. Give them wisdom and revelation and understanding. Give them wisdom, revelation, and understanding concerning your heart, concerning your plans, concerning your purposes. Open up the eyes of their hearts. Open up the eyes of their hearts. Father, you also sit in your word. That the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. That you turn it whatsoever way you will. Father, we pray that by your spirit, you would tug upon the hearts of the rising generations and those we are praying for now live and those who are praying on the replay. We pray, Father God, that you would tug in their hearts 
that you would lead them and guide them on the paths of righteousness for your name's sake, that you would cause them to see the with revelation who you are, what you are about, that you would cause them to see that you so love them, that you gave your only begotten son, that as they would believe in Jesus, they would not perish, but have everlasting life. Father, we pray, even as we prayed last week, and so we feel inspired to pray again, that you would give them dreams and visions in the night when slumber and sleep comes upon them. Jesus, that you would reveal yourself to them. Just like you did when they were children, Father, we ask that there would be a revival of the knowledge of God on the behalf of the rising generations and on the behalf of those names that are represented here. Oh, mini me shaking in my anointing. My anointing, my anointing breaks the yoke. So, okay, Lord, so your anointing breaks the yoke. So, we ask that you would go in right where these young people are and that you would anoint them with fresh oil, that you would anoint them with your presence, that you would anoint them with with your Holy Spirit. Father, when they read your word, first of all, we ask that you would draw them to your word by the Holy Spirit. And then when they read your word, Father, we ask that the entrance of your word would bring light, that scripture would just and be enlightened, that you would enlighten them, that there would be revelation, the revelation knowledge. And you said in your word, and I'm hearing this in my spirit, that they would know the truth and that the truth would set them free. Father, we speak freedom to them. May your word bring freedom to them, freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from anxiety, freedom from depression, freedom from suicide. And we take authority over you, Satan. You have come to kill, steal, and destroy. We take authority over the spirits of darkness. Now call the names of your children, of those children up before the throne of God and just in the realm of the spirit, in the atmosphere, and use the name of Jesus on their behalf. Use the name of Jesus on their behalf. I take authority on their behalf over the spirits of darkness that would keep these young people from pushing through and pushing into the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I take authority over these young people who are battling, uh, I hear the Holy Ghost saying, low self-esteem because of comparison. And those children, young people that are under their covers and crying in the night. First of all, I pray that you would give the parents wisdom and discernment to know what's going on in their children. And if their children are struggling, Heavenly Father, I ask uh, that a greater measure of discernment would rise up within them and that you would give them understanding and wisdom as to how to minister effectively to their young people. So I'd also take authority over the spirit of fear that would has it had that would be causing eating disorders. Eating disorders. I take a say I pray in the Holy Ghost. 
We had a vein there. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. And eating disorders are not just for girls. Guys can have them too. Young young men can have eating disorders. That whole thing is a spirit of death and a spirit of suicide. I take authority over death destruction eating that has has it is is hiding behind the eating disorders leaky show no i take authority over that suicide spirit that spirit of death in the name of jesus i speak the name that's above every name that at the name of jesus i command you to bow your knee and that the blood of Jesus would be poured all over these rising generations. I'm going to uh-uh, I'm not going to stop praying, devil. You're a liar. I take authority over the lies of the enemy. The, you know, I, the, the, the Lord says, fiery darts of the wicked one we take authority over the fiery darts of the wicked one that are speaking to these young people in the name of jesus let it go let him 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 go say let him go let him go in the name of jesus let them go let him go. I just have that in my heart. Say it again. Let him go. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish Ayako Rameniso Rabadeshe ne no nemani manamangi do damo. Oh, get a beast of a cotted de behe. Can you feel that on the inside? I feel something on the inside. Remember, we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against some spirits of darkness that are trying to grab a hold of our children. When you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you're breaking the power of that. You're demolishing the works of the enemy. You're praying the perfect will of the Father. The devil doesn't understand tongues, but he sees and he knows the power it produces because it demolishes his works. And then we couple that with the name of Jesus. Let it go. Let him go. Let him go. No, 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 no weapon. No weapon. No weapon formed against them will prosper. I see all the names up there. Lida Damaso Kondeleme Shikita Nemanamande Debe Sikika. Come on, parents, don't stop praying. I know we're in 40 minutes, but doesn't matter. No Kondeleme Shikite. Jesus said, Couldn't you watch one hour? 
We're contending for the hearts and destinies of our children through prayer. Trust the word of God. Don't trust me. Trust the word of God. Trust that the scriptures uh, are producing on their behalf. Those we are speaking over your children. Trust that when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're praying the mind, the will, the purpose of God, according to Romans 8, 26-28. through Remember, the Lord says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, but we have a treasure and we have everything that we need to pray our children through to victory. Okay, I got something. There, no, 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 no. Stay with me and 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 then use wisdom in what you say um, to this individual. There's someone who is engaged, and they're engaged to the wrong person, and it's going to lead this lead this child or this person on a path. Uh, not of the righteous that's like the light of dawn that'll grow brighter and brighter, but it's a path of destruction and it's a path of turmoil and a path of confusion. So Margie, how do I, oh, I've got the Holy Ghost all over me. How do I pray concerning this? I've already had a concern in my heart about this engagement. This is how you pray. First of all, be really careful what you say. Because you don't want to push your child away, right? Pray that the eyes of their understanding would be open. Pray that they would have discernment. And here's how you pray. Pray that any person, don't specifically pray for the person they're engaged to, but just say any person, any relationship that has not been planted by you and ordained by you, Heavenly Father, I pray that it would be removed or uprooted in the name of Jesus. And you pray into that by praying in the Holy Ghost. Because you don't know exactly how the Holy Ghost is going to orchestrate that or how the Holy Ghost is going to uh, uh, reveal hidden things because that's what it, prayer opens up the door for God to work and therefore it reveals hidden things. Maybe that person will start speaking out of their mouth what is really hidden in their hearts. So that's why we pray in the Holy Ghost because we want that which is hidden to come up out of their mouth because you'll know them by their fruit and by their words. We want what is within them to come up out of their mouth and that way it causes an alarm on the behalf of that child who is engaged to someone who is not right for them and not good for them so let's pray into that Thank God we have 30 shares. Let's just keep praying. We're praying into this engagement. I have a very bad feeling about it. What does that bad feeling feel like, Margie? Something on the inside doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. I feel troubled. I feel a heaviness. I feel uh, uncertainty on the inside. That's the discernment of the Holy Ghost. So let's pray into this. Illumination on the behalf 
of that one father that you are concerned about in the rebegi nagedubegi sakabake dadedaboso father we're asking that you save this individual whoever it is from from heartache and divorce and destruction and loss if that's your child, you pray into that and call their name before the throne of God. I'm not releasing, I'm going to keep praying. Get off the wrong road. Get off the wrong road. Some of you have children you're praying for. They're on the wrong road. Get. Let's speak to them. Get off the wrong road. Get on the right road. Holy Spirit, get them back on the right road. And as they're on the wrong road, we ask that the angels of God, Psalms 91, would be dispatched on their behalf. Get them on the right road, the right road. And angels, we ask that you'd protect them and guard them. Keep praying. Stay with me. Call their names before the throne of God. How many of you sense the spirit of prayer we got flowing tonight? And those of you that are on the replay, you're going to sense the same thing. Go and here's here's this is interesting we're i'm praying right now for a medical student who is studying for the exam and now this is how i'm going to pray for this medical student if you have a child or you know someone that's studying and wants to be a doctor and is a medical student put their name in the sidebar and this is how i'm going to pray for this person Father, we pray that you would bring all things to their remembrance. Whatever they have studied, whatever they have put in, we ask that you would, um, you said in your word, you would you would cause them to, to be smarter than their peers. Loose translation. But Father, we pray, yes, that they would have the mind of Christ and that you would bring all things to their remembrance so that they will have success as they take that test in Jesus' name. Now, you could pray that prayer as your children take tests in school, in high school, and in college. Prayer opens up the door for God to work. The Holy Spirit will activate their minds and bring things to their remembrance and give them a supernatural anointing. All right, I just got to release. You know, it's not that we're released, released. It's that we're released 
from this Facebook Live tonight. If you are not released in the place of prayer and you're tired or it's morning and you can keep praying, then you should just keep praying till you get on the inside. Something like feels like a balloon pops and it, you have a release, okay? So if you can't pray tonight because it's night by you, then what I would encourage you to do I would take that that person, that child, that whoever it is, and I would take them back to prayer tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon or when you have time to give yourself over unto prayer or in your car or when you're doing dishes. No matter where you are, prayer <clears throat> excuse me, opens up the door for God to work. Let's just lift our hands. So, Father, we just honor you, God. Thank you for sending Jesus, your son who came to the earth and died for us and died for our sins and died for the whole world. We thank you for sending him. We thank you that through his death, burial, and resurrection, we have the power and the authority to pray and see you move on the behalf of those that we brought before your throne room and those who we resisted the devil for. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.